Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello chickens, this is the fabulous Adam Richard and I have a theory. Uh, the doctor says Jack Robertson has some explaining to do. Ooh. Uh, yes, this is the revolution of the Daleks. We're finally getting to the end of it. Uh, this is my theory that Doctor Who has become an episode of I Love Lucy. Uh, <laughs> Lucy, you've got some explaining to do. Uh, so, Jack Robertson, uh, Chris Noth is like, oh no, I was deliberately acting as a decoy. What, what even does that mean? Next thing. He's on Newsnight, and they've got the actual host of Newsnight on the BBC. I love when they pull in a real person. Um, and, like, she's like, he's going to get an honorary knighthood. He's going to run for president again. And he's like, well, oh, I couldn't. I, you know, oh, I'm being fake humble, like many, many people I know in my real life. Uh, <laughs> when you know celebrities who seem not to be that needy, let me tell you, all celebrities are quite needy. Uh, anyway, great. <laughs> Graham turns off the television. He's like, I'm going to go meet the doc. And Ryan's like, Ryan really doesn't want to go. Uh, we hear Jack was on the phone or somewhere, some communication, and he's like, oh, I'm with Gwen Cooper. <laughs> she took out a Dalek with a moped and her son's boxing glove. Oh, my God. Just the line doesn't need that much of a reading. Like, you're just you're catching someone up. Can't you do it like you did the Rose one? Like, that seemed like it needed more oomph to it. Uh, anyway, uh, he's hanging out with Gwen, um, which is great, because, like, even though we don't get to see Gwen, the idea that she's still hanging around, she's still doing Torchwoody things, even though Torchwood's all disbanded, uh, I kind of like that idea. So the Doctor says, I want to go to the Meringue Galaxy. It's a restaurant, and it's all meringue. Even the waiters are meringue. Sentient meringue. Like, it's... It's concerning. Um, <laughs> Graham and Yaz are ready, but Ryan's like, nah, can't. <laughs> can't come with you. His mates need him. Oh, he feels like his planet needs him. It's so sweet. He tells the doctor, you know, I had no direction before and you've given me one. And then she realises the 10 months was too long and she's missed her time with him. Uh, and they hug, and Yaz is, like, definitely staying. Like, she's kind of, like, yaps before. She's like, you say, yeah, I'm staying. Um, she's not ready to let go. She's clearly got the hots for the Doctor. Like, that is clearly, like, 
I don't even know why we're pretending that this is not a thing. Like Yaz is in love with the Doctor. Like it's it's going to be an issue when things go wrong. Um, she, the Doctor's all excited about it, and Ryan's like, "Oh God, you know, I'm leaving, and you're all excited about her." And she's like, "I've got two hearts. One could be happy about that, and one sad about this." Calm down. <laughs> And Graham seems torn. Graham's like, oh, I really want to come. But, you know, and Ryan's like, look, I'm a grown up. You can go. Like, it's fine. And he's like, I don't want to miss out on you. And everyone's like, oh, everyone's crying. And so Graham just has like this, you know, oh, Bradley Walsh acting his pants off, doing an amazing job. Um, So they have a group hug and the doctor says, bye, fam. And then they're just like, oh, wait. And she pulls out two little folders for them, like little ID things, and gives them to him. And Graham's like, Doc, I was wrong. We do get aliens in Sheffield. It's a callback to the first episode when she fell through the roof of the train and he just said, we don't get aliens in Sheffield. Oh. Um, and then the doctor says, I could go back and, and obliterate the 10 months, change the timeline. Like, and she... <laughs> She's honestly thinking about it. Like, even though it would mean, oh, that she'd have to do that whole Dalek thing again. I mean, it would mean saving that TARDIS, that poor crumpled up TARDIS. Um, and Yaz is like, you know what? It's okay to be sad. Oh, And then we'd go full circle back to the very beginning of this entire, you know, three year. Has it been three, four years? I don't even know. This whole journey since the first episode of the 13th Doctor, the... Uh, woman who fell to earth because we see Ryan trying to ride his bike again on that hill. He falls off. He's still no good. Uh, and then he's like, you know what? There's a weird troll invasion in Finland. And Graham's like, oh, there's a quarry in Korea where the gravel creatures have come to life. It's like, oh my God, it's the Sarah Jane adventures, but with Graham and Ryan. Um, <laughs> so Ryan goes through a list of creatures that they've defeated and says, you know, we've like none of those monsters defeated us. So, this bike won't defeat me. Aww. And then they see Grace in the sun ahead of them. Oh, it's really beautiful. Except watching it again, I realise the sun is also behind them. So, that's a confronting thing. Uh, <laughs> like, what, didn't the director go, oh, the sun's in front of them, which is where Grace is. And then he talks about it in the sun in his eyes. And then this next shot, the sun's immediately overhead behind their heads. Like, the sun can only be in one place. There's only one sun. Oh, anyway, I got angry. Uh, <laughs> I got angry at some some poor cinematography. <laughs> I mean, it's good cinematography. It looks amazing. It's just storytelling-wise, it's it's a mistake. Uh, anyway, the end credits come up and the Doctor will return and then we get some weird thing with John Bishop. Uh, so, that was that. Was that. <laughs> I finally got through the whole of the Revolution of the Daleks again. I've probably said many of the same things I said last time because I didn't go back and listen to them. So, sorry if I'm repeating myself, especially if you've only just listened to it from before. But I don't think I did a recap. I think I was just reacting because it was on and it was new. And it was January. Um, So I've got a few messages from people who emailed me and they went through to my email hole that uh, did not reveal it to me until after I'd recorded the episode last time. So let's get into these. Okay, here's one from Marcus who says, I just finished watching Revolution of the Daleks and I think I'm too old for Doctor Who. (laughs) Maybe it's because they keep saying fam all the time. Yeah, it is like watching it on TikTok. Um, Overall, I found it fine, in inverted commas. I haven't really watched much since Matt Smith. Oh, well, there you go. Did they add a grandpa as a companion because there was too much diversity? I really do suspect (laughs) 
then it's like, well, normally this is a show about an old white man, so we should still have an old white man in it. Um, uh, I liked the prison break, even though I don't think it was really explained that well. Yeah, no, no, it was just a big ball. What was stopping the Doctor from breaking herself out? Well, see, what was stopping the Doctor was the Doctor having, like, uh, a, a crisis of identity. Uh, this is my theory anyway. That's why the show is called Adam Richard Has a Theory. Like, the Doctor was freaking out about having found out that, you know, the 13 lives that she's remembering are not her only lives. That she has, she's the timeless child. Like, all of Gallifrey was spun off from her. She came through some sort of rift from another dimension. Like, it's... It's been a big it's been a big week for the doctor. So she spent decades in prison just kind of dealing with it, I guess. Like, you know, this is a big outer space, timey wimey version of someone just withdrawing into themselves and staying in bed for a week and watching um many, many, many episodes of a depressing television show. Uh on a binge watch. Like Alicia does in season five of The Good Wife. If you've seen it, you'll know what I mean. There is an episode where she's depressed and she just binge watches this terrible, <laughs> this terrible HBO show. Like, it's like, you know, one of those, like, it's like a Breaking Bad or kind of like the the Shield or one of those kind of, you know, shows. Like, it's, you know, they're good shows, but this is like obviously a terrible one uh, that she watches, but she's really into it. Anyway, I think that's what the Doctor was doing, like reciting Harry Potter to herself because that's like her her safe place in her emotional space. So Jack turning up, like, you know, I would love I would love it if there was, you know, someone wants to write a whole bunch of books about the doctor's, you know, many, many, the many attempts to break the doctor out of prison and the doctor's just not emotionally ready. Like, you know, imagine all sorts of other, but like, you know, maybe Tegan and Nissa turn up and try and break the doctor out. And she's like, no, I'm just not coping. Like, just leave me here for a while. Another, you know, another incarnation of the Doctor turns up to try and break her out. And she's like, no, look, you don't understand. Things aren't great. <laughs> I'm just going to stay here in my box for a while. Marcus says, um, how can someone with a time machine be late? Yeah, she's just not very good at driving. Um, <laughs> why did, didn't she just travel back ten, 10 months ago? Which she says at the end of the episode, like, I could change the timeline. And Yaz is like, just be sad. Uh, Marcus says, I thought the Daleks had evolved to be physically weak and helpless without their armour, or was that just a clone thing? Um, so, because the reconnaissance Dalek was sent... I think that one was a bit more advanced from the episode Resolution. Uh, So I think that one is, you know, they're all cloned from that particular one. And it was probably, you know, it had its prehensile arms. It could take people over and stuff. So I'm, yeah, my theory is that only... Only the reconnaissance Dalek has all those extra bells and whistles that can make it do all those things. And all those other ones had been cloned from that reconnaissance Dalek. Anyway... Marcus also wants to know why did the Prime Minister roll out want to roll out all the security drones everywhere at once? I thought she must have been being controlled by the Daleks. No, no, no. I think she's just a bad person uh, who was trying to look like she was, you know, hard on law and order. As some Prime Ministers are. They're bad people. Um, and why didn't that guy make his own cup of tea? It's just a tea bag and boiling water. Oh my God, Marcus. All of England now is having a nervous breakdown about you and your all it is is a tea bag and boiling water. They are really thinking about it. Like George Orwell wrote an entire like 11 step program for how to make a cup of tea. Like it is 
they're intense about it. All right, I got heaps more emails to go through. Uh, that'll all be in the next episode. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.